You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's begin with the NFC playoffs. Tomorrow, Chelsea, a 440 kickoff between the Seahawks and the 49ers. 49ers laying nine and a half points. The 49ers minus 500 on the money line. The Seahawks plus 375. The total set at 42. A young upstart out of Iowa State expected to do nothing, leading a legendary franchise into the NFL postseason. Matt put in the chat, this music makes me so happy every time. Me too. I just love going into John Facenda, even though it's not a great impression. All right, here we go. Spread down from 49ers minus 10. The total is down from 43 and a hook. The Niners swept the Seahawks in the regular season, 27-7 in week two, 21-13 in week 15. Chelsea, I'm all in on the Niners. What are you going to do? Yeah, if I were to play a side in this one, it would still be the Niners. Although we've seen some love for the Seahawks, and I think – one of the claims is that it's very hard to beat the same team three times in a season because that's what the Niners are going to have to do here. They swept the Seahawks in the season matchups, but still, do you think that this Niners team is just going to fall flat? Like maybe Brock Purdy regresses a little bit, but still you have a solid defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL that has been a great matchup for the Seahawks team. Seahawks have scored a total of 20 points over two Mm -hmm. matchups against this Niners defense. And plus, Brock Purdy has all pros just about everywhere he looks. Trent Williams on the offensive line, all pro. Christian McCaffrey, I don't know if he's technically Mm -hmm. an all pro, but he's pretty damn good. Also, Debo Samuel. And oh wait, Elijah Mitchell returned (laughs) last week to the backfield as well. So I just feel like Brock Purdy's not gonna have to do too much. It's a a defense on the the Seattle side that has a ton of holes, especially defending tight ends. So, Jenks, instead of taking a spread here, I'm going to go with George Kittle over 42 and a half receiving yards over at BetMGM for minus 115 because he's been the guy when playing the Seahawks. Last time out, 93 yards receiving and two touchdowns against the Seahawks. Why would Brock Purdy not want to rely on the guy that absolutely torched the Seahawks last time out? Even last year, George Kittle had a season-high 181 receiving yards against the Seahawks defense. And guess what? The Seahawks, number one, worst defense at defending tight ends. So, Jenks, that's my play. Elsa, I already have that written down as one of my best bets. I'm playing that prop as well. I love it. And I was listening to you yesterday, did some research myself, and I thought, absolutely, I am on that as well. I'm going to lay it with the Niners here. And this line has moved a touch towards Seattle. That's fine with me. I am laying it. Home teams who are double-digit favorites in the wild card round 
are 9-0 against the spread all time. 9-0 overall. They're 11-3 against the spread since 2010. And I love that Geno Smith has had a resurgence this year. He's a good guy. He deserves it. But Seattle cannot stop the run. Christian McCaffrey will probably have a big day. You mentioned George Kittle. They're not going to be able to stop him. And I don't see them moving the ball against this Niners defense. So I'm just going to kick back and enjoy the ride. I think this is going to be a blowout. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, but I don't know. It is the postseason. And it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. We'll see if those people are still saying that uh, come next week. Let's look at the Giants and the Vikings now. A 4.30 kickoff on Sunday. The Vikings laying three. Vikings minus 165 on the money line at BetMGM. The Giants are plus 140. Total set at 48. Total up a half point from 47 and a hook. The last time we saw these two teams get together, week 17, it took a 61-yard field goal in overtime for the Vikings to beat the Giants 27-24. I keep going back and forth on this one, but I think I'm going to go with the G-Men. Yeah, if you keep going back and forth, you probably side with the team that's getting points, right? Uh, Right. What the Giants have done this season, what Brian Dable has been able to squeeze out Mm -hmm. of this team as a whole, I'm going to take the Giants plus three. I think it's a, a good play where you're getting a full field goal against a team that has had trouble blowing out opponents. The Minnesota Vikings have only had two games this year in which they have won by more than a touchdown. First game of the season against the Packers and then that give up fest against the Bears. So I know the spread's three, but still, I think it is a testament to, you know, the Vikings. Maybe this is a field goal game, so I would rather be safe than sorry. I'll take the three with the New York Giants. Yeah, I'm just... I'm just someone, and I've said it before, I do not trust Kirk Cousins. One and three all time in the playoffs. Thank God this game is not in prime time if you like Minnesota here. Here's the thing about the Giants, and I wanted you to answer this for me. I was thinking about this last night when I was sipping a martini and I was watching ESPN and they were showing Daniel Jones highlights. What is your thought on Daniel Jones as a quarterback? I think he can have success against this Viking secondary, and this Viking secondary is a real sieve. Like, they give up a lot of points. You can pass on them. I don't think he's going to have a monster day, but he's going to be able to do enough against them, I think, to keep this within the number. And the Vikings are the kings of one-score games. So I really like Daniel Jones as a passer and a runner in this game. But overall, when you look at how he's performing in the NFL, what's your take on him? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I don't think it matters because all you're talking about is the the specific matchup. And like you said, if there's ever a time for Daniel Jones to at least be decent, 
it's here against this Viking secondary that's one of the worst in the NFL. I think that'll make it easier on the overall offense because you don't have to rely on Saquon Barkley just to carry you over the goal line mm -hmm. in every situation. So I think defensively, this is a team that's tough enough to where they can maybe keep it close. However, do you think we're overlooking Kirk Cousins here? I know you're not a Kirk Cousins fan, but listen, he's had good numbers. This is not a nighttime game, 4.40 p.m., which is maybe it's a nighttime game. I'm going to say it's late afternoon. <laughs> but at some point, I feel like Kirk Cousins is going to have a good run in the postseason. Because isn't that the knock on him? Like, eventually, yes. I think he's going to have a good one. So maybe it's here. Hopefully it's not because I'm on the Giants. But it will be interesting uh, in the narrative watch to yes. watch Kirk Cousins. Coming up in 10 minutes, a look at the AFC playoff picture and a banged-up Charger squad making its way to Duval. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. It is a Daily Tip for BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Don't forget, we're on Twitch. You can check out the Daily Tip along with each and every show on BetQL Live. Just go to twitch.tv slash BetQL, and you can listen on the Odyssey app. Speaking of quarterbacks, Tommy Brady giving it one last run, perhaps. Monday night against the Cowboys. The Bucks are getting two and a half points. The Cowboys, two and a half point favorites. Cowboys minus 145 on the money line. The Bucks are plus 150. Your total set at 45 and a half. Spread has come down a half point from Cowboys laying three. Total has inched up a point from 44 and a half. Now, the Bucks did beat the Cowboys 19 3 this season. That was way back in week one. And here's something very, very telling that Bill Rowland, our executive producer, put in the rundown. Since 2003, teams that become smaller underdogs in the NFL playoffs have gone 43-18-2 against the number, a clip of 71%, this per Bet Labs, and the Bucks fit that description. They have gone from plus three to now plus two and a half. I am all over Tampa Bay. Yeah, one trend and the fact that you get Tom Brady, I'm in. It's like the bandwagon bowl because one side you have the Cowboys who are one of the most publicly bet teams in all of the NFL. And then on the other side, you have Tom Brady, which any casual football fan will tell you, you don't bet against Tom Brady in the mm -hmm. postseason. So this one's kind of tough. I think this is the toughest one to call because both teams kind of have their warts. The Bucs are not a good team. They're coming into the postseason with a losing record. But do you really want to trust Dak Prescott, uh, somebody who was 14 of 37 last game? No, no, I don't. I don't either. And when I look at this game, the thing I keep coming back to, it's not Tom Brady. I mean, it is Tom. And by the way, Tom very quietly at the end of the season was playing very good football, threw for 425 yards against a decent Panthers defense, then set the single-season record for completions in the season against the Falcons before he was pulled from that game. Look, those aren't great teams, but the point is Tom is actually playing very good football. He's just not playing GOAT-level football that we're accustomed to seeing. I do not trust Mike McCarthy at all. And if you look at Dak Prescott, I, I love Dak. I think he's a very good quarterback, and as a person, he's super likable, but he has 15 interceptions this season. He was not good against the Commanders. The Cowboys aren't in good form. And all things being equal, when you get the greatest quarterback of all time in prime time on his home field against a team that has Mike McCarthy as their head coach, guess what? I'm on Tampa Bay, and I love that we found that trend, which speaks to that. But getting points with Tampa, I feel like, is a gift. Yeah, do you think it's different now that it's two and a half? It makes me a little nervous because I really loved it at three. 
I think what I'm actually going to do with this game is put it in the mega teaser. Because we all yeah. know I love me a good teaser, especially when you're getting a home dog here. Like, I know Tampa Bay is not, like, the most raucous environment, but still... I think yeah. you, if you have trouble trusting both sides, once again, take the team that's getting mm -hmm. points, especially when they're at home. Honestly, I, I think Tampa's a live dog here at plus 150. I, I think they're probably going to win this game outright. And that's why the Bucks plus two and a half doesn't bother me. I see exactly what you're saying. I loved it at three, but I wouldn't mind putting a sprinkle on tap at plus 150. And I just, you know what's burned in my memory is last year's playoffs when the Cowboys ran that that quarterback draw with Dak right up the middle and they ran out of time in a playoff game. And I thought, my God, in a critical situation like that, and yeah, it's a new year, but coaching matters in a big way. And I'm not a huge fan of Todd Bowles, but my God, I, if this comes down to a one-possession game, which it should, I just can't trust Mike McCarthy. I just can't get away from that. Right, because if you put your money on the Cowboys and it comes down to Mike McCarthy managing the game mm. and managing the clock at the last minute and he doesn't do it, all you can do is look in the mirror and say, you did this, you did this to me. Congratulations. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.